All right, real good podcast. Here we go, another solo episode, so buckle down and get ready. All right, now this story happened when I was at a, uh, God, I guess I was like maybe sophomore in college, probably, if I had to guess. And uh, no, maybe not even that. No, definitely not. Probably freshman in college. And so I guess, I don't know what that would be, like seven years ago, six years ago. And uh, yeah, so I was a sophomore in college, uh, freshman in college. <laughs> and uh, and there was, I, I was living in Birmingham, Alabama at the time. And in Birmingham, Alabama, they have a, a comedy club there. So it, it's, not, it's a very low-key comedy club. But they do get some pretty big names sometimes. So, for example, they're not going to get like a freaking Kevin Hart or anything like that. They're not going to get a mainstream, hot, comedic at the moment. They might get somebody who had a moment in their time, like, you know, in the past at some point, when they were really hot, but now they've just washed up and they're complete crap now. So they'll get people like that. For example, they'll get somebody like Rob Schneider, uh, who is super washed up. They would probably uh, get somebody like, uh, yeah, um, what's his name? Golly. I don't know the guy's name. So let's go with somebody like David Spade. They might be able to pull somebody in like David Spade. That would probably be like their big names. But, uh... So yeah, one night they, they had gotten Steve-O, you know, from Jackass. And I was like, whoa, Steve-O. Now, now here's the thing. When, you, when the comedy club gets these, um, the, the comedics to come up and uh, perform, you have to pay money to go there. It's pretty expensive. It's, it's honestly, I, at the time I was completely broke. So there was no way I could go see these people. But I found out, and I don't remember how I found this out. I think... I went one time and I thought it was free. And when I went in there, they were like, no, it's not free. But apparently after the, the guy's done, there's always a meet and greet with the comedic or the comedian. And you can just go in there and they'll let anybody in at that point. So you don't have to pay to go in to do the meet and greet. You can just walk in and they'll let you meet the guy, you know, take a picture with them, do whatever. So I had seen Rob Schneider in the past, and uh, I was able to go and meet him and whatever, and it was pretty cool. I was like, whoa, Rob Schneider, I can't believe it. And, uh, and then it, it was showing that there was Steve-O. So I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to do the same thing with Steve-O. This is going to be bad A. You know, this is a guy, I've watched a lot of his crap. Uh, I enjoy most of his stuff. He's a pretty funny guy. He's a guy I would like to meet. I mean, if you get to meet him for free, why not do it? Now, this comedy club was pretty far from the university I was uh, a student at, and I lived in the dorms. So, yeah, it was pretty far. It was probably like at least a 30-minute interstate <clears throat> drive, which is pretty far, considering it was the middle of the winter, so it was freezing cold. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go there. I'm going to see Steve-O. I'm going to come back home. It's not going to be a big deal. Well... It turns out the show went much later than I thought it would. And uh, I was, you know, I went all that way. So I wasn't just going to not see Steve-O. And I was like, well, I'll, I'll stay. I mean, you know, if I just stay a little late, then I'll stay a little late. So I, uh, I end up, you know, the show ends. And sure enough, I get to meet Steve-O. I got a picture with the guy. You know, he seemed to be pretty dang cool. And it was an exciting moment. But uh, now it was time to go home. Now... I had been kind of like in the lobby area of the comedy club 
so I didn't really know how cold it was getting outside. So I went outside uh, after I met the guy, and holy crap, was it cold. I'm talking freezing, and it was super late at night, so I mean, it was as cold as it's going to be, honestly. Sorry, there's some fireworks. Hope y'all can't hear that. But uh, yeah, it was ridiculously cold, and I was, I was a, a bit underdressed for it, to be honest with you. So if I were to make the 30-minute trek back to the dorm, it was going to Oh my, it was going to be bad, like really, really bad. Borderline freeze me to death. So I was like, F it, man. I cannot make that trip. I just, I can't do it. And I had a brother that lived in the area, which was, you know, super cool. But the problem was it was ridiculously late. Uh, Both my brother and his wife work. And my brother's wife at the moment was pretty dang pregnant. I would say probably like seven months pregnant. So I didn't really want to like, oh, let me call them up at, you know, midnight and be like, hey, can I come over and stay at y'all's place? Oh, can you unlock the door and all that crap? So I was just like, ah, I don't want to bother them. It's too much. So I ended up thinking about, you know, what are my options? You know, it's either go back to the dorm or, I mean, that's pretty much it. So I thought, oh, you know, the, uh, Walmart's always open and Walmart was just right down the street. It wasn't far at all. And I was like, you know, it's open 24-7. I could go in there and see what the situation's like at least. You know, at least it'll get me out of the cold, if nothing else. So I go to the Walmart and uh, you know, I sit on like a bench in there and it was warm, which was nice, but you know, it wasn't exactly the best sleeping condition if I wanted to stay there all night. And I really didn't want to stay awake all night. So I was like, dang oh man. Um, you know, the store was pretty empty because it was super late. But I was, I was thinking about like how I could pull off sleeping in the Walmart uh, and it'd be comfortable and a good experience. So I was like, man, what do I do? What do I do? So I, I start looking down the aisles and I was like, ah, oh, you know, I bet, I bet the toilet paper aisle would be the place to be. Because, you know, <clears throat> toilet paper from the get-go is going to be soft, like a bed. It's got deep shelves that go low. So you can easily get in there and, you know, whatever, find yourself a little spot. So I went in there and sure enough, it was legitimate, man. It, uh, you know, I had a nice little place on the shelf that I could sleep. Uh, and what, what I did was I was able to get in there and then, you know, cover the spots where you could see me with uh, toilet paper. So I had tons of rolls of toilet paper in my way. So if somebody were to walk by, they could not see me in there. Now, if I snored... They could hear the snoring, which would be a little weird, but they couldn't see me. And, and, you know, the likelihood of somebody walking by and, you know, buying the toilet paper that was covering me up, it was not good because, you know, it's, it's midnight. Nobody's going to be in there. So I, uh, I went in and I was like, oh, this is legitimate. Now, I wasn't super comfortable in there. So I decided, you know, I'm going to go out in the store and see if I can get some stuff that's going to be comfortable. Maybe find like a pillow or something to sleep on, or some covers, or something. So I went out into the store to look a little bit, and I found like a nice little dog bed that was super cozy. And then I got a pillow. So I got a pillow and a dog bed, and that was what I got to sleep on. And it was very legitimate. So I'm in there, and I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm gonna go to sleep now. This is uh, this is happening. Yeah, no shame in this one. And I, you know, I, I get to sleep or whatever. And sure enough, I get uh, woken up out of nowhere, probably at this point around like 4 a.m., honestly. And I hear some people talking near me. And I was like, oh boy, oh boy, this is not good. 
So I, uh, you know, I get to hear him talking and I, I realize it's two st- uh, stalkers. So people that stalk the shelves at nighttime. And I thought that my crap had enough crap to where they wouldn't need to be stocking it. But I guess I underestimated it because they were stocking the toilet paper and, you know, they were, I could hear them and they were getting closer and closer and closer to me. So at first they were probably, I don't know, 10 meters away. And then I heard them and they were five meters away. And then it was just like, oh crap, man, they were getting dangerously close. So sure enough, I hear them like joking around, doing whatever, cutting the crap. And they're, you know, they're moving stuff around to make things fit, put the new stuff in, move the old stuff to the front, whatever. And uh, sure enough, they eventually get really close to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, any second now they're going to, they're going to, they're going to find me. Like it's definitely going to happen. The the question is, what am I going to do to make it not so scary for them? I want to come off as like non-threatening as possible. So sure enough, one of the guys pulls one of the toilet papers that was in front of me. He pulls it off the shelf and yeah, he sees me and he's like, oh my gosh. And he gets like super startled by it and and just kind of like, you know, moves back a little bit because he was like, what the freak, man? There's a guy in there. And uh, I'm sitting there. I was like, oh man, I'm sleeping, man. uh, Whatever. I, I was... You know, I was awake. I was fully aware of what was going on, but I was like, the best thing I can think of is um, just, yeah, just kind of play it cool and hope that it's like a younger guy that like understands and is just like, oh, whatever, I'll leave him be. But once I told him I'm sleeping, he was like, uh, hey, man, you, you're going to have to get out of here, man. You're going to have to get out. You can't sleep in here. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So sure enough, I had to... Uh, get on out, and he saw, like, the dog bed with me and the pillow, and you can tell he was just like, oh, my gosh, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty crazy, so once I got kicked out, I just kind of had to chill out there until the sun came up, and then I hopped on my motorcycle and, uh, headed back to the dorm, but, uh, it was a wild night, it was a night to remember, and, uh, that was the night I slept in a Walmart, and I hope you guys enjoyed, see you on the next one.